Hello and welcome to Pitch Perfect, the podcast where we shine a spotlight on the power of effective communication, strategic business thinking, and the spirit of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Jamie Abbott. I've spent years mastering the art of public speaking and public relations, weathered the storm in the business world, and have emerged not only surviving but thriving in the face of challenges. And now I'm here to share my insights and experiences with you, whether you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, a marketing professional wanting to sharpen your skills, or simply someone who wants to become a better communicator, this podcast is for you. So buckle up and join me on this journey. Let's learn, grow, and conquer the world of public speaking, public relations, marketing, and business strategy together. Welcome to Pitch Perfect. Well, my guest today, back by popular demand, is the fabulous Liz Murray. Now, with over 25 years in executive leadership, Liz has worked with many exceptional leaders to help them take their success beyond what they dared to think was possible. Now, Liz does this through one-to-one coaching, and I've had many sessions with Liz myself um, through leadership team programs and team workshops. Liz helps leadership teams get in sync with the common mission and inspire team members to take their productivity and creativity to the next level. And she does this using strategies that give leaders more time for what's important. Liz is passionate about empowering professionals to get unstuck and find clarity in knowing the steps to take to move from where they are to where they want to be in their career, in their business relationships, and just in through life itself, through increased self-awareness and a constant focus on strengthening emotional intelligence. Liz actually started her career, or well, her leadership career in particular, as a school principal in a large independent school where she grew from five staff to over 90 across multiple sites and a wide geographic area. With first-hand experience in the complexities in growing a thriving team, Liz saw the value of using a coach to support and mentor her whilst in the role. Now, Liz started her current business, Edge of Possibilities, in 2017 because she saw a gap in the market for professional coaches with experience in the challenges that leaders face. Her focus is on helping people identify their potential by mentoring and champion, championing, championing exceptional leaders to thrive in their work relationships and in life while strengthening their self-awareness and emotional intelligence. What an intro. Liz Murray, welcome to my podcast. Thank you, Jamie, and thanks for that fabulous intro. You've made me sound amazing. <laughs> You are amazing. You are amazing. And I guess, um, you know, having done quite a few sessions with you myself and whenever I'm kind of feeling myself get a little bit in a pickle in my business, I reach out to you. So just tell us, you know, I, I know how you've helped me, but generally speaking, entrepreneurs, small business owners, how do you help them in their business when they are either starting to feel something's creeping up or they're getting overwhelmed or they're losing their cool or they're being proactive and perhaps wanting to use your services? How do you help them? Yeah, that's a great question, Jamie, because one of the challenges you have when you're working on your own is that you haven't got those people around you physically 
that are helping you remind yourself to regulate yourself a little bit. So when you're in a workplace with people sitting around you or even in a shared office space, you're a little bit more conscious of the energy that you're putting out there and how you're impacting your environment. When you're on your own, you can get caught stuck in your own head and stuck in the distractions and things and not realise that the energy that you're putting out, even though you might be sitting in your own office at home, it's still energy that you're putting out there in your business. So even the way that you're interacting in emails, any social media posts, phone calls, client meetings over Zoom, all of that kind of thing, if you're not sitting in a positive energy space in the way that you're being, then that is impacting your business and who you're being in that business. And so it's really important that we learn how to check in with ourselves and notice that uh, notice notice the what we're putting out there, what type of energy we're putting out there, and notice when we're getting triggered about things and being able to reel ourselves back in. So it's so important that we have some self-awareness around that kind of thing. So something you said there, which I want to pick up on, is this emotional regulation term. And when I think of regulation and, and regulating yourself, I often think about my kids, you know, regulating their emotions. So is this, can you sort of explain what that means when we're talking about adults? Absolutely, Jamie. And I love that you mentioned about your kids because it's exactly the same thing. They're humans just like us. We're just bigger, bigger humans. But just because we're adults doesn't mean that we are adulting in the way that we handle things all the time. We know sometimes when we're a little bit overtired or we've got a lot on our plate that we might drop our bundle more often and lose it every every now and then. However, sometimes when we're, especially when we're on our own working on something and we haven't got other people around us giving us feedback throughout the day, sometimes our emotional regulation can kind of fall off a little bit and we don't even realise that we're not behaving in the way that we think we are. And um, one of the things, you know, for me, one thing that, that falls apart is my poker face. So I'm generally okay with having a good poker face when I'm interacting with someone and they say something that I completely disagree with or they're just not getting it and I'm, I've lost my patience with it. But if I'm spending more time on my own and then suddenly I've got to deal with something like that, my poker face isn't as strong and, um, you know, my real thoughts are a little bit more out there. But our emotional regulation is literally noticing, being able to notice when we're getting triggered by something and then managing ourselves so that we can then respond rather than react to that situation exactly like we do with our kids we expect our kids to be able to do it but uh, just because we're adults doesn't mean that we naturally do it all that well all the time so is it a case of um, you need someone to point it out to you um, or is there a matter can you sort of train yourself to identify when this is creeping up and when you kind of need to take time out or get yourself in check yeah you generally want to try and work toward being able to check in with yourself. Sometimes your life partner or a very close friend might be someone that will give you that blank, that blunt feedback around who you're being and how you're being. But in general, it's really important that we learn how to regulate for ourselves and notice for ourselves when we're starting to step away from that alignment with our best version of ourselves and be able to reel ourselves back in. Some of it might be our phrases that we notice ourselves using. It's often about our physiology. So the minute you notice yourself with your head down more, your neck is tensing up, your shoulders are forward, your body's leaning forward, they're all signs that you're probably not regulating yourself really well. When we are very regulated, we tend to be able to sit back. We're more open in our conversations. We're more relaxed with our facial expressions. And 
we're opening to the possibilities of the world out there. And in fact, just literally by tilting your head back a little bit, your mind is more open to thoughts and ideas. Sometimes when we're not regulating ourselves very well, we're head down and we're trying to concentrate and the harder we think, the less comes to us because there's, the possibilities aren't there, they're up there in the universe. Yes, yeah, so interesting. I love that. And so um, obviously being a great leader is something that is absolutely essential when you've got a team around you. A lot of people listening to this right now are solo team members. You know, we are running our online businesses where a lot of the day we are sitting in front of a computer alone. That's why it's often an introvert's paradise. Um, You know, does leadership skills and maybe engaging a leadership coach come into play when you are a solopreneur? Absolutely, because it's the thoughts running around in our head and what we make things mean that determines the success we have in all areas of our life. So whether it's in our career, in our business, in our relationships with other people, whether it's intimate life partner relationships, family relationships, friendship relationships, or work workplace relationships, and then just in life itself. So the way we're being in all of those things will impact the results and the experiences that we get to have. So one of the things that we do in leadership coaching is we're asking questions to find out, help you help you recognise what your patterns are when you're starting to go downhill a little bit so that you can start to recognise that and then pull yourself up and put some new things in place to replace those things that are um, might be triggering, but also sometimes you just need a good debrief with someone. So sometimes the first step in leadership coaching is just for you to have that what we call a professional debrief, and professional debrief doesn't mean there's no swearing and um, inappropriate content. There's often lots of that, keeps it lots of fun. It's about choosing that one professional person or that one person to just let off steam with rather than going around gossiping to different people. And that's one of the things that really impacts us when we're working on our own because we can get stuck with a problem and then we don't have people to check in with around us in the workplace to get our focus back on the task that we need to do. It's a great procrastination strategy to then start, you know, Googling that person or looking up their social media if they're frustrated you and then talking to three other people about them rather than getting on with the tasks that you need to do. So one of the things that leadership coaching helps you do is to debrief, get that off your chest, say whatever needs to be said and be able to move through that frustration and then move forward and and shift your mindset to be more productive so that you can get shit done and in a really concentrated and focused way. So can you tell me about what some of the maybe common leadership mistakes are? And selfishly, I'm asking for myself, how can I avoid them? Absolutely. One of the most common ones is people that are really, really driven to get lots done and be a high achiever and tend to write, you might write yourself a list of, one of the the examples I can give, you write yourself a list of 97 things. You only get 96 done. So you beat yourself up because there's that one thing that you didn't get done. And so often what happens when we're we're leading and we're pushing ourselves to be what we believe is the best version of ourselves, we think it's just about getting a lot done. When in fact, being a great leader is about how your what your self-talk looks like and how you're recognising and acknowledging yourself for what you are doing well. So let's celebrate the fact that you did 96 things. That's bloody epic. Let's get out there and celebrate that. And then the one thing, we'll say, okay, well, 
why didn't I get that one thing done? Is it something that's not urgent or important? Is it that I'm procrastinating because there's something I don't understand? Or is it something that I should be delegating off to someone else anyway? So rather than beat yourself up about it, just put on a bit of an investigator hat and try and understand it a little bit more rather than just focusing on the negative. So that would be probably the key thing that I see um, in terms of people when, when you're a little bit more isolated and trying to lead yourself, that's one big pressure that people put on themselves. Do you think that women, just what you described there with the task list, the 96 things, do you think women are more guilty of that or more prone to that type of behaviour than what men are? Jen, I wouldn't say always, but definitely it's a, a more of a feminine energy trait that people with high feminine energy tend to put a lot more pressure on themselves in that way and um, can often be feminine energy can often be more distracted so for example if you work from home a great distraction strategy is to do something like think oh I'll just do that three loads of washing and then I'll start this next task because you don't really want like the next task that you need to do or whatever um, whereas masculine energy tends to be able to just get the things done around them that that are important for the role so um, yeah, just being aware of what you're letting, your, where you're letting your mind go and how you, um, so I'm a great procrastinator. I'm really good at pre procrastinating and I've got lots of practice at procrastinating. So I can tell myself all kinds of stories to justify my procrastination. And, um, you know, I often feel great at the time thinking, oh yes, well, I've, I've earned this little break or I'll just wash that floor or whatever before I do the next task. But at the end of the day, I'm never happy if I haven't cut off those and done those top things that are really important for the day. Yeah. Is there anything else further you want to add? There's so much we could talk about, I'm sure, in a whole day's episode um, when it comes to leadership. Is there anything else further you'd like to add about this particular area or any advice uh, to give leaders out there or business owners out there, maybe in particular to avoid burnout? Yeah. One Look, one of the key things I'd say overall relating to everything is just be really conscious of who you're being to yourself because whoever you're being to yourself, that self-talk that you're hearing is the energy that you're projecting out to anyone that you're communicating with. So if you're putting yourself down constantly, you're impacting your own energy levels. You often will feel more exhausted at the end of the day because you're beating yourself up, focusing on the gaps all the time. So just be really conscious of that energy. And when you do notice that you're being negative, rather than beat yourself up, just notice it with interest and say, oh, isn't that interesting? That's how I'm being. Because just noticing it is the first step in making the change uh, toward being more positive and um, practising a little bit more self-care around things. Yeah, absolutely. So many great tips. I love what you have shared today. If you want to know more, I know Liz does Zoom uh, calls all over the world for aspiring leaders, business owners, team members. You can check her out. I'll pop the link to Edge of Possibilities in the show notes. But in the meantime, Liz Murray, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. It's always great listening to you. And thank you again for sharing your wisdom and knowledge. Thank you so much for having me along, Jamie. I've really had a great time. Thanks for listening to Pitch Perfect. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it and share it to social media. If you'd like to download my free paid speaking resources, go to jamieabbott.com.